Welcome everyone to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast, the podcast focused on leadership. The episode will begin shortly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dr. John Bedker Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, John Bedker. There is just so much going on in our world today, particularly of and about leaders and some leaders particularly I want to spend some time on. Now, certainly the overwhelming issue would involve the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, uh, and his now multiple uh, indictments and arraignments for criminal offenses. Certainly much to say about that former entitled leader uh, in the United States. But there's just so much in that area, I want to, in a sense, take a pause. I want to wait before focusing on that. It certainly is an important leadership story to tell about leadership. Uh, But today I want to talk about another one, a more current one. And I want to say easier because none of them is easy, but an important one nonetheless. I want to talk about the recent takeover of professional golf. Takeover is the word I use advisedly. It is live golf, which is the Saudi-backed golf organization that is financed by the Saudi Arabian government that has brought this takeover to reality. What are the consequences when a leader succumbs to money over morality. And I'll talk about that more and in some more detail as we get into this. But what happens? Well, one of the leaders in professional golf, one of the greatest golfers in the world for a long period of time, and the head of the Players Association. Remember what PGA stands for, those of you not golfers, the Professional Golfers Association. They are an association of players. Rory McIlroy was the head. So what about him? Let's just start with that, and then we'll work sort of backwards, if you will. Let's talk about that. Well, in reference to Saudi Arabia, their money that took over golf effectively, and its poor human rights record said, this is Rory now, I've come to terms with it. I see what's happened in other sports. I see what's happening in other businesses. And honestly, I just resigned myself to the fact that this is, you know, this is what's going to happen, end quote. Well, this is the week of the U.S. Open, a major tournament. It's being held out in Los Angeles at the Los Angeles Country Club. Rory's out there, participating. Yesterday was in a practice round. Finished up on the 17th hole, and an obnoxious fan and a group around him started shouting at him for autographs. They still wanted 
something from this premier player who has been battered by the news of the takeover of his sport, the sport he loves. But McElroy held his hand out to note to motion, no, not this time. He was going to return to focusing on his golf. Now that piece I, I take is from an article by Brody Miller, and it's taken from The Atlantic. Here's another piece I want to read from, also from Brody Miller. Uh, the title of this article is In the PGA Tour, Live Golf Battled with Money and Live Golf Won, which is to say money won. Morality was always secondary. So here's Brody's actual title to that article, and I'm going to talk about it here in just a minute. In the PGA Tour, Live Golf Battle, the money won. Morality was always secondary. Well, as leaders, think about that. I talk about doing the right thing. Easy to say, hard to do, right? But you know, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it actually is not that hard to do. Unless who you are as a leader, your sense of being, your authentic self, your identity allows you to say morality is secondary and money wins. Well, here's the piece from Brody Miller. He seemed to believe it deep in Jay Monahan's face. Now, Jay Monahan is the head of the PGA. He's the leader, Jay Monahan. He said that day on CBS a year ago, he spoke with conviction. He used 9-11. He used family friends who lost loved ones. He called those ignoring Saudi Arabia's human rights record living under a rock, quote, end quote. And asked the now infamous question to those that had left, had it defected, golfers that had gone to live. Have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour? He's calling on their morality when he is not exercising it himself. Well, Miller goes on to say, then was it all fake? Or was it evidence that money can dissuade any principle. Well, those of you that are regular listeners know that I like these axioms. They're short, sweet, succinct. They communicate a message of power and import. And I'm going to share one with you right now. Um, my days at the Naval Academy, we, we had a number of these. They were in a small book. It was called Reef Points. Not important, but the point is we had to literally memorize these quips. And here's one. Be deaf to expediency where principle is involved. Now that's pretty important for leaders. Be deaf to expediency where principle is involved. And that's the challenge we all must reckon with 
on Tuesday as the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour, that's the European Tour, shocked the world and announced a merger with Live Golf. Now, more honestly, from the article I'm quoting directly, the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia bought the PGA Tour, pouring billions of dollars into it with the governor of the PIF. This gentleman's name is Yasser al-Rumani, serving as chairman of the joint venture. Monaghan, head of the PGA, will be the CEO. So the person ultimately in charge, Saudi. The person underneath as chief executive, Monaghan. One year after Monaghan equated joining the Live Tour to supporting those involved with 9-11. He sat alongside Al-Ramani on CNBC and spoke of friendly lunches together in London and PIF's incredible vision. They were either liars, hypocrites, or simply weak. But the PGA Tour scrambled and succumbed to the Saudis. And it did so without seemingly consulting with any of its players. It asked star players like Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, to be the faces of fighting the Live Tour. It asked them to turn down hundreds of millions of guaranteed dollars and boldly lambast Live's morality. It asked them to be loyal. And then, without so much as a phone call or a heads up, Monaghan sold those players out and merged anyway. Most of the top 10 players in the world have been reported to have had no idea whatsoever about the merger. Simply, money won. It always has, says Brody. Maybe it always will. The challenge is figuring out if the morality was always just part of a public relations move to survive or if money changed their minds. But Tuesday was maybe the most impactful yet in stripping away the norms of professional sports and laying it bare as a money-making enterprise above all else. So when we talk about doing the right thing, we're seeing a glaring, a very glowing and very tangible example of a leader who said, no, I'm going to succumb. I am not going to do anything except exhibit my moral bankruptcy and do that for money. Well, what about this PIF? Well, it's been on a mission, a mission with documents that its leader, Al Rumanin, even cited on NBC to, and here's a term, sports wash the world and change its global perception through sports and entertainment. It still seemed like a distant threat. One 
to not concern ourselves with too much. Oh, really? And here's what the article says. Quote, It bought the English club Newcastle United, but it's not like they could really win anything, right? It started a golf league, but nobody that mattered would join, right? It offered gargantuan contracts to star soccer players, but nobody would leave Europe for that, right? Well, these seem reasonable, plausible questions. What happens? Well, then Newcastle qualified for the Champions League in its second year under PIF ownership. Then Phil Mickelson, Brooks Kepka, and Dustin Johnson joined the Live Tour, and Kepka went on to win the PGA Championship just last month. Then Cristiano Ronaldo went to a Saudi club, and now Karim Benzema, another outstanding soccer player, went to a Saudi team as well. And so what happens? With just this one press release, it all becomes clear. They won. The PIF, Saudi Arabia, won. In just two years, PIF proved that money can overcome any public relations battle, and it can do it swiftly. This is a really, really important leadership story about not doing the right thing. Well, here's a quote from Jay Monahan, the head of the PGA. He said afterwards, it's less about how people respond today. It's all about how people respond in 10 years. And when they see the impact that we're having on this game together, there'll be a lot of smiles on people's faces. There'll be a lot more people playing this game all over the world. Monaghan had just described sports washing. Oftentimes we use this funny phrase, but it is absolutely the case. Sports washing is putting lipstick on a pig. The 9-11 Families uh, Coalition didn't hold back. When asked them, this is a principled-centered organization. Tuesday, they said, and I'm quoting, PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan co-opted the 9-11 community last year in the PGA's unequivocal agreement that the Saudi Live Project was nothing more than sports washing of Saudi Arabia's reputation. But now the PGA and Monaghan appear to have become just more paid Saudi shills, taking billions of dollars to cleanse the Saudi reputation so that Americans in the world will forget how the kingdom spent their billions of dollars before 9-11 to fund terrorism, spread their vitriolic hatred of Americans, finance Al-Qaeda, and the murder of our loved ones. Make no mistake, we will never forget. So said the 9-11 Families United Coalition. So what's the, what's the end of this? Well, there lies the most frustrating element for all of us. How could Monaghan 
use it all so brazenly as the root of his cause and then throw it aside the moment it was convenient for his business because it's who he was as a leader, ladies and gentlemen. The core value, his identity, his being. Would he do the right thing or would he succumb to money? Would he say, I'm willing to overlook each and every one of these absolutely incredible faults and failings, shortcomings of the Saudi government and its sovereign wealth fund, the PIF. And he said, I am willing to do that. I am willing to say money can win. Well, now let me quickly uh, go to uh, Andrew Ross Sorkin. This is June 7th from Deal Book. Many of you probably read that each and every morning. Um, So Andrew Ross Sorkin said this, uh, what a big merger says about Saudi's global ambitions. That's the piece. So he says that golf has now become a geopolitical trophy. Here's Sorkin. The shock news that the PGA Tour plans to join forces with Live Golf, the upstart circuit that had spent the past year feuding with, rattled the normally staid world of golf but the ramifications extend far beyond putting greens and nine irons. Saudi Arabia, Liv's backer, now stands to hold enormous sway over golf as it invests billions to extend its presence throughout pro sports and beyond. It's an additional sign of how the kingdom is seeking to assert its role as a growing geopolitical and global business power. Even as the PGA Tour waged a fierce public battle with Liv, the two sides held secret meetings on two continents about reaching what's being called a, quote, framework agreement, end quote. The PGA Tour's commissioner, Jay Monahan, said yesterday it wasn't right or sustainable to have this tension in our sport. Wow, talk about sports washing. High-profile advisors had worked on both sides. For the PGA, they included Ed Herlihy of the elite law firm Wattel and Jimmy Dunn of the investment bank Piper Sandler. Both of these folks are on the board of the PGA Tour, as well as the investment bank Allen & Company. Those on the Saudi side included the banker Michael Klein, a longtime advisor to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. It's only the latest sign, though, of Saudi's expanding power as the country spends billions abroad and what it says is an effort to diversify its economy from oil. Again, this word messaging. Skeptics, and I would argue leaders, say, no, no, no. It is trying to cleanse its reputation through sports washing for the actions it has taken that are abhorrent and anything but doing the right thing. But nonetheless, Saudi has continued and has become an active player in this merger and acquisition and investment landscape. 
private equity, venture capital firms have also flocked to the kingdom. Again, more moral bankruptcy for money. Hoping to tap its oil-rich coffers for new capital, particularly as raising money from China has become more challenging. So, sports is a sector where Saudi has been really successful. Their wealth fund, again, this PIF, headed by Yasser El Rumayan, will be the chairman. He bought the Newcastle United Soccer Club, we've spoken about, in England's Premier League, and has ties to Formula One racing, that's the auto racing, boxing, and WWE's pro wrestling. Well, they're moving forward and they have the money to do it. But can you buy a reputation? Can you effectively sports wash things that you have done? Civil rights, human rights, violations of the most incredible and despicable of natures. And sadly, what we're learning is there are people out there that say, yes, money wins. Well, let me kind of go back and talk about really two of the incredible stalwarts of this game, Tiger Woods, most of you know that name, and Rory McIlroy, which I've referred to now several times in this uh, podcast. Neither of them knew about the, the merger between the PGA Tour and the Saudi, Saudi Public Investment Fund until just minutes before it was announced. Think about that. From a leadership point of view, stakeholders, and I'm going to argue key stakeholders, not informed. Is that what leaders do? And the simple answer to that is absolutely not. Key stakeholders must be involved. Well, so what happens? Well, James Colgan, he's the editor at golf.com, has written another piece. I won't go into great detail, but let me just read you the, the headline. I mean, it tells the story. Rory McIlroy was the PGA Tour's spokesman. He was. He was the head of the Players Association. He still is. They made him a, quote, sacrificial lamb. Well, what are we learning we're learning that leadership involves principle. It involves value. It involves each and every one of us to do our very best, our level best, to do the right thing. Not to, to succumb to those valueless, principleless organizations who bring a big checkbook, to bring a lot of money and say, I don't care that I've ordered the death of a journalist that I've cut that person literally, and I apologize, so this is the truth, into small pieces and carried him out in a box. That, that I did this, and I am the head of the Sovereign Wealth Fund. And, and now people are saying, okay, that's a person we want to do business with. No. As leaders, we have to be principled we have to understand that there are rules of the road that you do not cross. That you say, there is not any amount of money 
that's going to cause me to change my value system to enable what Saudi Arabia has done, certainly 9-11 in the United States, Al-Qaeda, Khashoggi. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And I apologize for not listing them all, but it would it would take the rest of the podcast to do that. And so I say with emotion, with animation, that this takeover of golf, and it really is a takeover because the PGA, the DP World Tour, which is to say the European Tour, this renegade live tour are now all going to be one with it being led by the chairman, Asadi, who is the head of the PIF, the Sovereign Wealth Fund. This is not a good story, folks, of leaders, and certainly not of leadership, not of values, not of doing the right thing. But it's an important story because it's real and it's contemporary. It's going on right now. I want to wish all of the PGA and DP World Tour golfers the very best out in L.A. at the U.S. Open, a major golf tournament. And with that, I'll say thank you, everyone. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tell your friends and, of course, please follow our podcast and subscribe. Thank you again for tuning in.